0: well hello everybody welcome to the second episode of the cory lieb show i'm hoping i can get a new name for this show this is literally just thrown together because i decided oh i'm gonna do a show what should i name it well no i'm gonna just i I guess the cory lieb show uh i actually was able to get my podcast on spotify i'm gonna hopefully try and figure out how to get it on apple as well um that will take some time uh but I will be trying to do that. And uh, I would like to uh, obviously just go into where I've been the past couple of weeks. Uh, I did my first episode and a couple people actually listened to it and liked it. I, I was kind of surprised by that. Um, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> but um, so basically uh, as I talked about in the first episode, I am a professional truck driver. That is my job, uh, you know, my full-time job. And one, it is hard to do this online just because I don't have internet access. I have a hotspot, so I'm able to upload and download. I can I can do it, but it's kind of hard. But I had my first... Uh, with my new company because i'm i'm actually um, back with a company i was a owner operator for the past three years and i decided to uh, go back company it just makes life easier for me and i basically was um broken down for uh, seven days yeah i had a had an issue with my truck these trucks are in great shape but unfortunately sometimes they do have a breakdown issue. And this was one of those situations where I kind of was stuck in uh, California for uh, seven days um, without my laptop. I probably should have brought my laptop and done shows while I was there. But uh, yeah, basically what happened was I was uh, shut down and then um, I was trying to get a uh, guest for for, for one of these shows. Just timing hasn't worked out. I'm hoping for Friday uh, I'll be able to have my first guest on this show. Um, I would like to try and do two episodes a week. Obviously, you know, that really just depends. Like I said, right now, currently I am in Franklin, Kentucky, which is right on the border of Tennessee and Kentucky uh, at a beautiful truck stop. Um, Hopefully nobody bothers me. I, I like to keep to myself when I'm out here. So, um... They have a Denny's, which is nice. So I had a, had a, had a little steak today. So that was that was good. <laughs> that was good. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't had a chance to um, really do another episode after I first uh, did did this the last episode. Um, Gonna try and brainstorm a couple different names. Maybe when I get to uh, Vegas in a couple weeks, I can talk to some people and kind of get some feedback and figure out how I can do this better or, you know, if I just want to just play around, just do it like this. So, um, so yeah, so basically, like I said, um, i just like to, like I said, welcome everybody to the second episode of the Corey Lieb show, uh, starring me, Corey Lieb in the truck. <laughs> so, um, like to go, um, now that we've, I've kind of gone over my, uh, my uh issues that i've had over the past couple weeks um uh, i'd like to go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and start with um the news of the week uh probably the biggest news of the week was the nxt releases um on friday which again not a surprise um a lot of you know i think it was uh 10 people that were uh were um, released. The, the biggest names were uh, Dakota Kai, um, Malcolm Bivens, and uh, Persia Parada. Uh, Dexter Loomis also was uh, released. Um, when it comes to Malcolm Bivens, he is going to be so much better outside of the NXT system. He is n- he is not meant for a WWE type of product because he is probably the funniest guy on Twitter. He is smart he's going to do fine. He'll, 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 he'll make it, he'll make work wherever he goes. Um, and I think that him possibly going to AEW would probably be the best option for him, but, um, he will go ahead and get, uh, definitely, definitely get work. So I, I'm not really too concerned about it, about him. Dakota Kai, uh, same, he, same as well, you know, from everything that I've heard about her, um, through, you know, I, I know people in the business, so, you know who have worked with her and obviously i've seen her work and she's gonna get work she's she's very very she's she's it's so funny because like she's been a heel for the past uh almost three years now but she is a fantastic baby face um and you know we'll see where she goes like i said you know could be you know anywhere like i said you know i hope i hope we'll you know hope she takes some time off and you know we'll get back into it on the, uh, independence scene. um, Persia Parada. Um, I, uh, that I really think that she just got a real raw deal in the situation. Um, and it was, it was really pathetic to be honest with you. You know, they hire, they hire somebody from Australia. She has to move all the way over here. She's at a storyline. She's doing okay. She's, You know, it's not she's not setting the world on fire, but she's, you know, in a storyline and, you know, she's on TV and they just cut her. And it's like, you know, I understand there's a change. I understand that there is a uh, issue with, you know, they're trying to really kind of go back to the uh, 2000 and, you know, 2010s version of. The women's division with uh, bikini models and, you know, blondes and just people who, you know, are not wrestlers, but are they are very good looking, which, listen, I get it. It's a business, but this is the wrestling business and it didn't work then. And it's not going to work now because you have people who and. Dakota Kai and Persia Prada are 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 perfect examples of this. They love professional wrestling, and they will work at it, and they will try to get better and understand it, and and really kind of and whereas a lot of these people and listen, there could be some 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 of these women that actually turn out to be pretty good. Like I said, I mean, I watched NXT. I've been watching NXT, you know, clips and you know, because. The show's really not that very good, uh, but you know, from the stuff that I've seen, um, like Tiffany Stratton, you know, with her gymnast background, she has potential, but again, she's not ready. I mean, they're they're putting they're putting people on TV that are are literally right out of training school, basically doing memorized spots, and it's not. It's not, it's not any, it's not any good. It's, it's kind of like you kind of see them. And it's like, well, this is amateur hour. And even if they get better, guess what's going to happen? You're still going to think they're amateurs because, you know, first impression goes a long way. And this is, and, and there really is the, the big conundrum with, with NXT 2.0 right now is you have people who are not ready for TV, who are being exposed and, you know, you know, what's what's going to happen is is basically, you know, people are going to look at them and go, eh, not really good. And, you know, they really don't have that personality and they really don't understand the wrestling business. And, yeah, I'm not going to invest in them. So, listen, th- this is a phase. It's probably going to be going on for a while because the new, you know, the, the new edict is obviously 6-2 former athletes for the men and uh, models who are athletic for the women. And it's a shame because there's a lot of talented women out there who, in my opinion, who want to wrestle and they want to actually like this industry and want to want to contribute to it. And you have people who, you know, listen, it's, it's, you know, it's a job and maybe they'll be good at it maybe they won't so like i said i'm i'm pretty pessimistic about it just you know because of uh, just how things go and and like i said you know i kind of I I, I I see how wrestlers who are not in you know it, it's demoralizing it's cuz it's it's you know a, a lot of a lot of people which is, you know, when you really think about it, oh, my dream is to work for WWE. I, I can't, you know, that's that's my dream. I want to be at WrestleMania. I want to, you know, and then you realize that it's not anybody's dream unless you are handpicked. And even if you are handpicked, sometimes that doesn't work either. So, you know, I feel I feel bad for a lot of these people who, you know, are, are, you know, are so happy they get to be in video games, they get to have action figures, but at the end of the day, they get thrown out on the curb and they don't really get the, you know, satisfaction of, you know, of, of what they what they really wanted. But listen, you know. If they w- if if the people that were released, if they want to go ahead and make something of themselves, they'll work hard on the independent scene. That's just the way things go, you know. You, you see so many, so many people now go on the independent scene, bust their ass, and they will get spots because if you work hard, guess what? People will notice. All right. Well, uh, I also wanted to kind of give a quick update. Um, in three weeks, we have a double or nothing weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I will be there from, I will be there for a week, which will be, which is going to be insane. Probably going to have one, two hours of sleep each night. Um, I will be doing multiple events, um, helping out make sure everybody needs to, uh, needs to go uh working with the observer website uh and uh hopefully i'm gonna do shows there while i'm there too so this way i can actually go ahead and almost figure out you know maybe do uh, shows with with people and and figure this out and kind of do this a little little better you know because like i said you know this is a fun little hobby but especially being around actual legit podcasters who do this for their, for a living I um, definitely get some tips off of them. So, all right. So I'd like to kind of just go off a couple things real quick. Um, I just finished dynamite. Um, I was going to have a, a guest on the show to talk about dynamite, but um, he's not ready to be on the, on the show. Hopefully Friday he'll be, he'll be able to, and we can kind of maybe go a little bit in more uh, detail for the show, but it was not a good show. Uh the first the first hour was actually was good. Ward- Wardlow is is really really doing well. Um he's really getting over. You know, I really like that they kind of held off him doing spectacular moves and now he is since he's a big big baby face, he's doing flips and you know, it's 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 really good. And uh William Morrissey, W. Morrissey, big cass. I was very happy for him um you know he he had a lot of issues in the past and he got himself in great shape he uh you know he's been working on it working in impact and for him to you know work on dynamite and do pretty well he did pretty well so i was very happy with how he uh did on this on this show and i hope they give him another shot because listen he's an impressive impressive fellow he really is he's he's you know, he is seven foot tall. He's got a good body and he can wrestle. He, he can work. So I hope he gets a shot. You know, I, I think I think we've seen how he is really, you know, gotten clean now. And, you know, there's track record of him. And I, like I said, I hope he I hope he really succeeds at this because, you know, he does have talent. And, you know, it was good to see him on on Dynamite um, the second hour of the show, besides the. Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin match, which was insane as everybody thought it would be. Um was just not good. Uh the main event, listen, I, I like Diana Prazzo Um, I like Mercedes Martinez. Uh, but it's, you know, the final the final match on the show, It just was it just was it was a match. It was a match. It was a good match, but it was a match. Um the uh House of Black varsity blonde segment was awful it just was um you know i i have my reasons why i am not a fan of the varsity blondes uh i don't really want to get into it but uh there there is a reason for it um and uh the house of black i love the house of black but it just it was it was slow it just it didn't you know it's i know they're trying to draw it out but it just it just was not it was not great i I was not i was not a fan of it um but you know obviously you didn't have uh you know no cm punk on this show um next week shows in long island at uh, belmont which uh i just find that kind of funny that they have an arena now belmont you know because i i was i was born in long island i was uh born in long beach and uh you know, I know that area very well, and it's like, well, oh, look, there's an arena out there next to the next to the horse track, which is which is funny to me. Um, and yeah, it should be. You know, they're kind of kind of be building things up. Looks like we're gonna get MJF and Wardlow at Double or Nothing. We're gonna get we're getting uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb, Double or Nothing. Obviously, the Owen Hart Tournament starts, which it's funny because like you know when it when they first announced the Owen Hart Tournament, I was like, oh they should do this as a, as a G one style, you know, do a round Robin of it and the way they're doing it. It actually makes sense. Cause it's basically the King of the ring. And obviously Owen won this won the second, te- uh, televised King of the ring. Um, you know, the, like I said, the King of the ring was a, uh, was a show was, a um, they had a couple, couple of, uh, different shows, uh, Uh, Harley Race won the King of the Ring. Uh, I believe uh, The Magnificent Morocco was the first one who won the uh, the King of the Ring. Um, Obviously, Bret Hart, you know, so when it was televised in 1993, Bret Hart was the first ever King of the Ring just based on that. And then obviously the next year in 94. In Baltimore, actually, where the show was, uh, today, um, Owen Hart was the one who won the King of the Ring, so it really is the King of the Ring tournament for AEW, so I actually kind of, I actually kind of like that, I kind of, I think that's a good way of, of paying tribute to him, um, as doing a, doing a King of the Ring style tournament, uh, plus also having, um, qualifying matches makes, makes, makes it seem important, and, uh, that's what wrestling is. You got to make it seem important. I mean, obviously it's a show, but, you know, I think the best way, the best way wrestling works is when you can kind of suspend your disbelief and think of it as a sport and that's kind of what they're doing. So, um, so yeah, so, um, basically, like I said, it's, you know, they, they definitely got some stuff coming up. Um, I'm very much looking forward to Las Vegas like I said, I'm going to be very, very busy. I'll uh, be seeing friends. This is our f- my first trip to Vegas since the first Double or Nothing um, which was one of the best weekends of my life, um, really kind of started me on this journey of being a part of stuff and I've made lifelong friends and you know the the Wrestling Observer website is very important to me uh since i was 17 i got it when i got my first debit card the first purchase i made was the wrestling observer and the wrestling observer i've like i said every week read it cover to cover always have you know when i was in high school college when i worked got it every every day every every week um now that i'm i'm friendly with with uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, which is very surreal to me still, even though I kind of like brush it off when people are like, you know, you're hanging out with them. I'm like, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's fine, but it is really, it's really a cool thing. And I I've made so many friends from, you know, going to a, you know, going to the observer convention that Ed and San Antonio put together which you know it re- changed my life it really did you know for for a long time i was you know i was i was i think it was like 4 years into truck driving and you know listen i had my friends but i i, I kind of was a i was kind of a loner i really was and you know i always heard about vegas was such a great time um and I went to Vegas and it was, it changed my life. It, it really did. I have made, I've made so many friends, lifelong friends, people I text with every day from that convention. And you know, some of my friends that I made there, I don't even talk about wrestling with, you know, it's, that's just, that's just the people that I've made, made a life with. And it's, 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 it really is amazing. It's, it's, it's in, and, and you know, Ed gets a lot of crap online Um mostly because he's kind of a geek. <laughs> he's got, you know, but um, Ed in San Antonio is really one of the most important people I have ever met because, you know, he really did a, he really started this whole thing and introduced me to people and, you know, they accepted me. There was, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's who's this guy? He's, sitting there and he knows a lot about wrestling and he's, you know, I remember the first, the first night that I was um, at the, um, the house party and I was going back and forth with Dave Meltzer and uh, Garrick Gonzalez, who is part of the fight game and also part of the observer website. I remember him writing in the, in his little uh, fight game blog at the time about, about the, uh, about the party. He goes, so this guy comes up, and I don't know who he is, but he's t- he's having these these really deep conversations with Dave Meltzer, and Dave Meltzer was so tired after it went to sleep, <laughs> and and that's kind of how I got in, and I I you know, I I really like I said I've always I, I've always wanted to be a part of that I just never I never really knew how to. You know, I'm kind of, I kind of set my ways. I kind of want to just do my own thing. Um, but the, the, when I did that um, in 2000, and I believe it was 2016. I believe it was 2000. It was the, it was the, it was the Conor McGregor, um, Chad Mendes fight. That was because my my whole idea of of the weekend was, listen, I'm going to go to these this dinner and this party, and if I don't like the people. I'll just go to the show and have fun. And it turns out I made lifelong friends. So, you know, this, so this is the first Vegas trip that we've had since 2019, obviously 2020 and 21 were canceled because of the pandemic have been to Vegas since Uh, Vegas is one of my favorite places in the world. Really looking forward to it. Um, And I'm hopefully we'll have, you know, presence on there and, uh, Yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much it for today's show. I'm hoping I might have another episode later this week, uh, with, uh, one of my really close friends who wants to be on the podcast. And I told him, sure. And, you know, we'll see how that works on, you know, with my internet and, you know, if it doesn't work, okay. Then I'll just do things solo. But, uh, I would like to try to maybe get guests on, um, And, uh, yeah. So like I said, uh, thank you for listening, uh, to the second episode of my podcast. Uh, I hope, uh, hopefully it won't be another three, four weeks before I do another one. Uh, I would like to say to myself that I'm going to do more of them again, you, you know, again, just because of the fact that I am a professional truck driver and I work, uh, 70 hours a week doing that. Sometimes it's a little tough. Sometimes I'll be really exhausted after work and I just want to just go lay down and go to sleep because that's the one positive thing I'm a truck driver. I live in my workspace. So when I'm done with work, I go to sleep. So, all right. Well, I'm going to wave goodbye. And uh, hopefully I'll have another episode up on uh, Friday or Saturday. So uh, thank you so much and have a great week.